Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome to the As You Go podcast. Thanks for being a faithful listener and for making an effort to disciple your kids. Believe it or not, we are still in the book of James, and this is episode 10 in our James series. We'll finish up with one final thought from the book today, but before we do, let's review. Hopefully you remember that we've been looking at the New Testament book of James, which was written by James, the brother of Jesus, about 14 years or so after Jesus' death and resurrection. James wrote this book to help believers begin to understand how believing in Jesus changes the way we live. James seems to understand that changing our lives because of our faith is a process. We aren't just suddenly perfect people. In fact, James has even talked about how our desires can sometimes be at war within us, meaning part of us will want to do the old sinful stuff while at the same time Jesus is changing our hearts to want to do what is right. We don't have to be perfect, but through Jesus, God is changing us. He wants us to be getting better and growing to live in a way that is more and more like Jesus. Which is why in the passage from last week, we saw and even memorized this one simple idea, that when we draw near to God, God draws near to us. We need Him to change our hearts. And as our hearts are changed, we can begin to make choices to become closer to God. And last week, we covered a lot of the ways that we can draw closer to God. Our verse for today is also very simple to understand, but sometimes still hard to do. So, let's dive in. My wife and I have a saying that probably gets on our kids' nerves because we say it so often. We say that they are supposed to obey all the way, right away. That means that when we ask them to do something, we expect them to actually do it all the way. So if I ask one of my kids to put away their dirty clothes, then I obviously mean that they need to pick up all of the dirty clothes. The ones on the floor, the ones on the bed, the ones on the chair, the ones on the ceiling fan. I want the job done all the way. But the second part is also important. When I ask my kids to do something, or sometimes to stop doing something, I almost always mean that I want it done immediately. If I mean for them to do it later, I'll say later. If I don't say that, then I mean that I want it done right away. So for example, if I ask them to stop hitting each other with their dirty socks, I mean stop right away. Not after one more hit, not after it stops being funny, and definitely not after I say stop three more times. I obviously want them to stop right away. Maybe it makes me a mean parent, but I always want my kids to obey all the way, right away. It's kind of the same way with God. When God makes it clear that He wants us to live in a certain way or do a certain thing, He doesn't want us to halfway do it or maybe get to it later. He wants us to obey all the way, right away. Which leads us to our verse of the day. Like on our last episode, instead of just reading the verse of the day, we're actually going to learn it and memorize it together. I'll read it, and then we're going to say it together several times, because it's a super easy one to remember. 
James chapter 4, verse 17 says, So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Let me say that again. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Let's try it together. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. One more time, we can do this. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Great job. Thanks for participating in memorizing our verse of the day. The first part of that verse is directly connected to everything else we have talked about in the book of James. Like James has explained over and over, our faith changes the way we live and even the way we think. The Bible also tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, that because of Jesus, we don't have to continue living in the old ways of sin because in Christ, we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. It goes on to say that God helps us to see and know God's will, what is good and acceptable and perfect. That means God helps us to know what is right. How does God help us to know what is right? Well, there are a few ways. First of all, we have a conscience. That means that God literally helps our minds to know what is right to do. It's just built into the way that we think. And the more that we draw near to God, the more clear His will will become in our minds and in our consciences. There is a second and very simple way for us to know what is right. God has shown us what is right in His Word, the Bible. If you ever find yourself wondering if something is right or wrong, there's a pretty good chance God has made it clear in the Bible. A parent, a pastor, or even a reliable website can help you find out what the Bible says about whatever you're thinking of. A third way for us to know what is right is to ask for help from another trusted Christian, like your parents or a pastor. One of God's greatest gifts to us is the church. The church is the gathering of people who are all on this journey of being changed together. We can help one another, pray for one another, and encourage each other to do what we know is right. Which is exactly what this is all about. It's not just about knowing what is right, but doing it. Which leads us to our next little segment called... But anyway... As strange as it may seem, there's always going to be some time between when we know what is right and when we do what is right. That's because not only does it take time for our brains to decide what to do, but it also takes time for our brains to send a signal to our bodies to actually do it. For example, there's this fun little test that you can take online where it shows a stoplight. When you start the test, you're supposed to wait to click a button until the light turns green. It will then measure the amount of time between when the light turned green and when you hit the button. My average was 0.28 seconds. Now that may not seem like long, but that means it took one quarter of a second for my brain to make my finger click the button. I knew what was right to do, and it still took time for me to do it. Now all I can think about is trying again and getting that time lower and lower and lower. I want to be better. But anyway, but anyway, obviously the verse we memorized from James is not just about knowing what's right. It's about doing it. When our minds are transformed by God and the more we draw near to him and grow to know what is right, 
it's natural for God to expect us to do what we know is right. Once we see something that we know we should do, God should expect us to obey all the way right away. If we don't, then we can certainly understand that to be sin. This verse doesn't mean that we have to be perfect. God's not going to stop loving us if we fail to do something that we know is right. No, the grace of Jesus always covers our sins and mistakes. However, the verse should challenge us to think about how what we believe affects the way we live. We should want what God wants, and that should lead us to doing what God wants. As we grow in our faith, it should be our joy to obey God all the way, right away. Let's pray as we finish up for today. God, thank you for being a God who helps us to know what is right. We also ask that you will help us not to just know what's right, but to actually choose to do it. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. That's the end of our series on James. We'll be back really soon with a brand new series. If you live in the Parker, Colorado area, we would love for you to connect with Aspen Grove Church. We meet at 10 a.m. on Sundays at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road. You can find out more about it at www.aspengrovechurch.org. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.